Welcome back to another episode of Convos with Kelly. On today's episode, I sat down with CEO and founder of Soy Latina Candles, Crystal Flores, in which we talked about what inspired her to start her business, being a parent, and just the ups and downs of being a solo entrepreneur in this digital world. So I hope you enjoy this episode and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. So hi, how are you, Crystal? Thank you so much for joining me today in this conversation. Thank you for having me. I'm doing well. How are you? Tired, but okay. Seguimos luchando. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I am so excited and honored to have you joining this podcast because every chance that I can get an entrepreneur Latina mom on and just show that si se puede and no matter what obstacles that we go through, we could still push it and be successful. So I'm so honored to have you here and just be another voice of a Latina showing that, yes, entrepreneurship is possible, you know, and being successful. So please tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are. Thank you. So uh, my business is Soy Latina Candles. I started it in 2021 in December, and I create non-toxic home and body products. I started my business because I wanted to create a non-toxic version of products that I already loved. And there are a lot of candles that are filled with ingredients that are not healthy. So it just started off as a hobby. I wanted to, I just started making candles as a hobby. And then I started with pop-ups and then I just went for it and started my business. Wow. And where are you located here in the part of the world? Like, where are you located? I am located in Los Angeles. You're so lucky you got great weather. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm here in New York, so we got like 50 and like windy, and we're expecting a whole bunch of like rain for the next like week. Oh. So this is great. Fantastic. So I'm jealous. I'm jealous in a good way. <laughs> yes. Yesterday yes. we went to the beach and. It's so nice to be, we went, I think, a few weeks ago, too, and it's just nice to be able to go and have fun. Honestly, because <laughs> here fun. we have to, yeah, we have to wait until, like, ending June, beginning July in order to go, like, to the beach here in New York. And I technically don't go to the beach here in New York because it's kind of crummy. So I go down, like, when I go down to Florida to visit my family, or if I travel, that's when I go into the beach. It's so sad to say. But New York's beaches do not compare to California at all. I Aww. went there a few years ago, and I ended up going to the Santa Monica Pier. And I went into the beach, and I was like, oh, my God, this is beautiful. Like, oh, I can actually see my feet. <laughs> yeah. It was so nice. And then I stayed in um, Silver Lake. I like oh, Silver yeah. Lake. I like it. Nice. I like the vibe there. I like that yeah. vibe. The traffic was not good, though, honestly. Oh, no. There's too traffic. much traffic. Takes a long time. I used to work in downtown, and it would take me forever in the mornings. Honestly, like, it's just, 
it's insane. I'm like, but where are people going at like eight o'clock at night? Like, where are you going? Like, what is going on? It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. So, um, tell me more about like your background, like, um, like what part of the country you're from? Like, where where are you? Because I know you're Latina, but where? Like, yes. where? Tell me your upbringing, like, so we can get to know you a little bit better. Yes. So I was born and raised here in Los Angeles. I've lived here my whole life, and I love it here with the weather. My dad is from Guatemala, and he came here when he was in elementary school. And my mom, she's Dominican, and she came when she was in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're, you're, I'm Dominican, so it's... <laughs> yes. I have family yeah. in New York, too. Oh, really? What part? Yes, in the Bronx. That's where I live. I live right by the, um, como se llama, the Bronx Zoo. A little oh. bit further up from the Bronx Zoo, yeah. Yeah, so that's where I'm at, by like Lehman College area. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But, um, oh, yeah, that's so good. And what does your family say about like your business? Because you know that us Latinos, we have that family that want to be part of everything and want to be included. Like, how did your family receive that you wanted to start your own business? They have been supportive and they love to test my products and give me the feedback and encourage me. And since I started off doing a lot of pop-ups like flea markets, they would come and attend and support me and try to help me get sales and spread the awareness to everyone, which is really nice. And like, what are the ingredients that you have, let's say in your most popular candle, like what type of ingredients do you have? So all of my candles are made with 100% soy wax. So it's all natural wax and it doesn't have any additives. There are different types of waxes and mine is 100% soy, so it's a natural wax. And then oh. I also use fragrance. And what type of fragrance do you use? I use different types of fragrances. The fragrances that I choose are inspired to, um, inspired by emotion and feeling. So for example, I have my radiance or my tranquilidad and reina to have like a royal feeling. So all of the fragrances that I create are to evoke emotion. Wow, so I love that you have your candles with like a specific like title like like reina like when i heard that i was just like oh my god like that's royalty like i want to feel like royalty i want my house to be like a kingdom you know and like my palace so where i rest and feel good so i love that like um where can your products be found so they can be found um, on my website, SoyLatinaCandles.com. And I also am located at a store in Long Beach called Pippi and Lola and in Montebello in California called Laniella. And my perfume oils are at Fern Botanica um, in Astoria. They're in New York. Really? And I'm also located, <laughs> yes, at Sisters Plant Shop in Santa Barbara. 
Oh my God, that's so amazing. I love this for you. I genuinely love this for you. you. So when you were starting your business, was that something that you like manifested or it was just something that you were just like, I know that you said that you wanted something natural, but like, was it something that you always wanted to do? Or is this something that just happened like in a whim? So it wasn't my plan, but I'm a mom. I have a three-year-old and in 2020 was the pandemic. And my son, he he was born in, in 2019 at the end. He had open heart surgery in June of 2020. Yeah. And then he had another surgery because he developed an infection. So he we stayed in the hospital for two months and that was very hard. And he had to do different therapies, like physical therapy, feeding, occupational. Yeah, he had so many therapies per week that I just stopped doing things for myself. So then how my business started is that I wanted to make sure that I was filling my cup and doing something for me. So I started off the candles as a hobby, and then it grew into a business. Wow. And how is your son doing now? He's doing great. He's thriving. Thank you. I love that. I love that. That makes me feel so good. Because as a mom, like, once you hear that there's something, like, that you can't really control and, like, help, you feel helpless because you want to just basically give your own life to have him, you know, survive. So I can so like empathize with that and I'm glad he's doing well and I'm glad he's thriving and I can't wait to hear some stories about him you know growing up and just being an engineer or whatever he wants to be yeah so I know that I discovered you through the Nopalera podcast how did that come about so I'm subscribed to Sandra's newsletter for entrepreneurs And she sent out an email saying that she was going to mentor um, different business owners. So then I responded saying that I would like to be on the podcast to be mentored. And they chose me. And I was surprised because I didn't think I was going to get picked. So I was so nervous. (laughs) And like, oh, my God, like that's one of those opportunities that you're just like, can you just like pinch me? Because is it real? Like, it's, it's, it's really Sandra. Like, I, I met her first at, um, at a conference back in October. And hearing her speak, I was like, oh, my God, this woman is just, like, powerful. Like, she speaks yes. with just this poise. Like, she speaks. And the room literally just, everybody was quiet, just, like, eyes on her. And I was like, wow, this is what I want to strive to be. So once I started hearing her story, I was like, oh, my God, she's like me, like a single mom, you know, working her business. Like, I want to do something like that, that I can bring more, you know, moms and Latinas together to, you know, spread their voices and share their stories and, you know, let other people know that you can, you know, also be a millionaire. You could also you know, have your products out there and people see it. So it's so amazing. And I love that you got that opportunity because 
like not everybody gets to speak to, you know, and have somebody mentor you and like guide you to success. Like it, it's amazing. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Like, yeah. were you nervous, like at all, like speaking to her? Like, Yes, I was nervous, but I have met her before at an event as well. I went to Las Founders with We All Grow Latina last summer. Oh, I'm not nice. Sure if you that. Yeah. yeah. No, no, but I listened to their podcast. I listened to her podcast. So, wow, that's so amazing. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I was nervous and to come up with my questions and thinking about what would help me and where I'm currently at with my business and what the next steps are. So that and, was great to be able to talk about it. And like, what's what I I listened to the episode, but what were some of the questions that you asked her? And like, what did she respond? So the way that that session went was I talked to her one on one. So then our conversation was longer than what was on the podcast. Really? Yes. <laughs> and then I also <laughs> asked her questions after too. <laughs> No way. <laughs> the way that it made it seem was like you had literally like five minutes to ask a question and that's it. Oh, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, it was like 30 minutes or something oh, like wow. that. Wow. Wow. So the questions that you asked her about like your business and like how to increase sales, have you noticed any differences with the tips that she's giving you? So one of the things we talked about was hiring someone to help part-time or an intern or something like that, because, you know, as a founder, it's hard to do everything. So that's yes. something that we discussed. And right now I'm actually in a cohort where I'm going to be assigned an intern. So I'm mm -hmm. excited to, that will happen, I think next week. So this is a year program that I'm in. So I'm really okay. excited. Yeah. And how did you hear about that cohort, if you don't mind me asking? This one I heard through my friend, and she's also in it as well. Okay. Wow. That's you see. That's what I like. Like friends and like networking and like share yeah. this information because you know you have your friendships that are just you know about partying and dancing but it's good to have your friends for like business because yes these are the type of friendships that i believe that are more like genuine in the sense that they want to see you win they want to see you grow just as much as they are so that's yes. great and like what tips have they shared with you so far like within speaking with the cohort and stuff like that so I have a mentor who talks about marketing, like a marketing plan. And then I have another mentor that's talking to me about finances. So for the finances one, what we've been discussing is how many products can I make an hour so that I can know what my capacity is for my inventory before reaching out to other retailers because I need to be able to fulfill those orders. So that's something that's important. And um, let's say within a month, like how many orders would you be able to fulfill? Like 
since it's just you yourselves making it, like how much would orders would you be able to fulfill? So the way that my orders are right now is I have customers on my website and then I also have orders like for wholesale and consignment. So then those are different because those are larger volume orders, which can take longer to fulfill. Okay. Oh, wow. That's yeah. So you have like um, a wholesaler also, right? That helps. It's like a different audience because people can shop for my products on my website or like if I do a pop-up or something like that. But then it's different when I have a wholesale order. For example, the Sisters Plant Shop in Santa Barbara, that was a wholesale order. So I have to fulfill that larger quantity and then they're selling my products at their store. Oh, wow. So when, let's say that if somebody that's listening wants to do that, how did you go about introducing your products to them? Can you explain a little bit more of that? Yes. So I have been reached out, to, um, like businesses have reached out to me and they ask me like, um, and I've sent them samples if they're not local to me. And then they'll tell me what they want to order or ask me any questions about the business. But if you're a business wanting to reach out to a store, I would recommend if you are able to go in person to bring your products so that they can see it and it's more tangible. Because for my products since they're fragrance, it's better for them to smell the, smell the product so that it intrigues them more. Yeah, and have you noticed that your marketing has improved since you first started? Yes, I feel like it has improved, but for me, I feel like that's what I struggle with a lot. And like what, in what sense do you say that you struggle? Like, is it coming up with the content or what exactly? Because I do get people that, you know, are... um you know, graphic designers, I have people that are, you know, into like marketing. So you never know, somebody could probably reach out. Yes. So my partner is actually a graphic designer. So he's taught me how to use Adobe Illustrator and Photoshop. And whenever I have a question, I ask him, he helped me create my labels and everything with that. But for me, it's hard to, I struggle with creating my emails and writing them, making sure that they visually look the way that I want them to, making sure that I'm posting consecutively on social media is something that I struggle with and creating all of that content because making my products is so time consuming that it's hard for me to focus on creating content to post. No, yeah, especially since you already have built an audience you don't want them to be like bored with the same thing. So it's hard, you know, yeah. and you want to keep them engaged. You want to keep them wanting more and you want to keep them, you know, up to date with everything that's happening. Um, within your company itself, would you say that you would want to go into like larger stores, let's say like Whole Foods and things like that? Or would you rather say like, small businesses I do want to go into larger stores like Madewell 
but I want to be, I have like a vision of what kind of stores I think would align with my brand and I wouldn't want to just get into any like larger retailer. Okay. Okay. Wow. This is so great. Like, cause I know that there's a lot of people that are going to be listening and they're going to have like so many questions of like, you know, the logistics of it, like with the finances, like how much percent did you put down and, you know, for your products, like, would you mind going into detail? So for me starting my business, I just used money that I had and whatever I would, um, whatever my revenue was, I would just put it back into the ingredients and all of the different stuff like that to create more. So whatever my sales were is what I continued to use. And that's how I started my business. But also since I'm in fragrance, I would make a small batch so that I could bring it to a pop-up or ask people around me to sample to see if they like the fragrance before I made it in a larger scale because I didn't want to make things that people weren't interested in and then have that as a loss. Yeah, yeah. And like when it comes to like the finances, it's scary because, you know, you're putting everything that you have on the line and you don't know if it's going to flop. You don't know what's going to happen. So like, how did you overcome those fears of like what the what ifs? Like, did you um, do anything in particular or you just like, can you just help me understand a little bit more? So I started my business in December. So that was a time when people were purchasing gifts. So then that's so smart. (laughs) (laughs) So that's when I launched. So I was able to produce sales because people were buying gifts. And then since I was getting those sales, I felt confident that people would purchase and purchase from my business um, in general. So then after that, I started doing pop-ups um, like every week at different locations to see um, you know, where people that would support my business are because there are different areas and I didn't know. Um, <laughs> I just, I just did different pop-ups to bring bring brand awareness and to figure out what people thought about my products. Because since this was in person, I was able to get feedback instead of just being online. Wow, that's really good. Because, you know, most businesses, like for me itself, let's say even with this podcast, when I first launched it, I was like, there's so many podcasts out there. Who's going to listen to it? Like I started to, you know, to have the imposter syndrome because I'm like, I don't think I'm good enough. I don't think, you know, people really want to listen to my podcast. I don't really know what to say, you know, because I don't want to get too personal. Did you at any point feel that like imposter syndrome, knowing that there's so many people out there with their, their candles you know, their businesses, you have like the big chains. Did you feel that at all? Yes, I think that I have felt like that. And 
you know, there are a lot of different candle brands and there are brands that people, um, you know, like are obsessed with. And it's sometimes it's kind of like, oh, can my brand compare? But then when I think about it, is everyone is different and everyone is unique. And, you know, my products are, I feel like my products are different and everyone is different. And I think that it's important to not compare yourself to other brands or other people and everything, everybody is doing something at their own pace. So we can't, we shouldn't compare ourselves to someone who's been in business for so long because we're still learning and growing along the way. That is very true because if we compare ourselves to other people, we're basically saying that, you know, we're not good enough, that, you know, we start devaluing ourselves. It's just basically saying that our products are not even worth it, you know? And do you want to say that you put a little bit of, like, spirituality when it comes to like making your candles like do you um explain to me like about that like do you um because I know that I, I there's a couple of people that I've bought candles from and they're like oh that they you know put their love and their you know their um they kind of like manifest over it for like blessings and intentions do you do that with your candles as well? So all of my products are made in small batches. So they're all made intentionally and with a lot of detail to make sure that they're high quality. But when it comes to like speaking over them, that's not something that I do. Good. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that. Because when I first there's this one company that just literally just popped into my head that <laughs> I was like, I went, their, their candles smelled good, you know, but when I um followed them and they were like, oh, that she like speaks over them. And I was just like, uh, that's a little weird. Like, <laughs> you know, like there's a lot of like brujería and stuff. Like, I don't want that. <laughs> and those, no, I don't want that either. <laughs> I don't, I don't want that in my candles. I don't want no, nothing to do with that. I just want candles that smell good in my house. And, you know, yeah. don't leave, like, that black soot around. Like, yeah. Uh, so that, that it was so weird. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and it's just, it just sucked, you know. I was like, well, yeah. it was good while I tried. It was good while I tried, you know. Um, it was so funny. It was really funny. but. When it comes to also, I know that you say that you really like sending out samples to your, you know, to your potential customers. Is there like another way that you promote it? Let's say that you can't send them out like a sample. Like, are there like other ways? Do you, you know, go on social media, like, and share your products that way? I think that if you're reaching out to somebody, um, I think you should follow them on social media so that you're kind of on their radar and follow up with them via email so that that's how you can contact them. Yeah, and um, 
like what are some advices that you can give to other Latinas that are wanting to start their own company like but are afraid like I said and have the imposter syndrome and just like think that oh my god this business is just like so oversaturated like what are some advices that you know being in business itself or even your mentors or Sandra has offered yeah. you that you can take that and like throw it out there to the universe yes so I think the first thing is to not compare yourself or compare your business to other businesses because I think that's an easy way to become disappointed or overwhelmed that you're not doing something and to focus on your vision and what you want for, from your brand. And number two is once you have customers, think about their demographic and who are they and to think about what they want to see when you're creating content or things like that so that you're able to connect with them, to connect with your audience. And something that Sandra has talked about is having founder friends. And I think that's so important. And that's something that we were talking about because my friend, she connected me to this cohort and I connected her to a different one as well. And when we hear about opportunities, it's important to share with other other business friends so that you guys can both grow, can all grow and support each other. And especially when things are going, might be challenging in your business, having those business friends to encourage you and they actually understand what's going on since they're in the same situation or they've been in the similar situation. I think it's so encouraging. Yeah, it's definitely true because I know that starting from basically zero and learning your way through everything that, you know, everything that the universe throws at you, plus everything else, like financially, you know, everything within ourselves also can put a block in our success. So I know having mentors and other business friends out there that are like, you know, you can do it. Like, put the BS aside and like, mira, like you're going to make a sale. Like, you know, who's, in, who's encouraging, you know, through social media and saying, Hey, I'm so happy. I saw that you have had a sale, like, you know, and celebrate, like, what was that first? Like, what was your first reaction when you had that first sale? Like, what, like, how did you feel? So my first sale was at a pop-up because that was how I started. Yeah. And I felt really excited because the customer was smelling my products. They're like, oh my gosh, it smells so good. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, they like my products. <laughs> so I felt really excited that, you know, I, I was receiving positive feedback. So yeah. that was exciting. Oh, I can only imagine because it's, it's something that we work so hard to get there to see like the end product because you know buying the product building it itself you know yeah creating the formulation to your liking not knowing if somebody else might like what you smell so it's yeah. like it's rewarding it's really rewarding yes. yeah so tell me what's next for 
your business like what else do you guys have in store that mm -hmm. i would love to share so right now i'm working well well um I'm working on two candles but one i already completed and one of them is uh like a dominican candle <gasps> and that one is called kiskea and that one has notes of mango and coconut milk and it smells so good and that's going to launch soon. And then I'm working on another one for Guatemala. But that one oh. I haven't completed yet. <laughs> wow, like that is so beautiful that you're paying homage to like your heritage and just like your ancestors are screaming. I can hear them now. Like they're <laughs> screaming and celebrating you for all your wins and all your success. So how can people keep in contact with you? So they can keep on contact with Instagram at Soy Latina Candles. Perfect. And I know that we were discussing before the recording for uh, a little incentive for my followers, which is amazing. Yes. So thank you so much. So Crystal was amazing enough to give us a, a promo code. So it's going to be Kelly 20 once you hit checkout and I'll enter all the details towards the, the show notes and, you know, make sure that you go on and shop everything Latina, like support your Latina entrepreneurs because we're more than just a pretty face. Like <laughs> we work our butts off to get where we want to be. We want to be the next millionaires. We want to be, you know, our products, our faces. We want to be everywhere, our billboards, everywhere that you yes. want to be. Yeah. So thank you again, Crystal, for taking time and joining me on this conversation. I wish you nothing but success on your you. company and i can't wait to see you on shark tank <laughs> thank you so much i appreciate it we'll talk soon thanks again thank you if you're hearing this message you've listened to the entire episode and for that i want to thank you from the bottom of my heart I hope you enjoyed this new episode and if you did, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Also, please don't hesitate to tell me which topics you would like for me to cover in the future episodes. To keep in touch, leave me a message on my Instagram page at Kelly Meditates or send me an email at comboswithkellypod at gmail.com and I would love to have you on a future episode or just use your suggestion for another topic. So enjoy this episode, like I said, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.